and welcome to another episode of the Roach Coach Podcast, the journey to create the new metal canon. My name is Lauren Kozlowski. With me, as always, the Indigo Angel, Jennifer Sosha. Hello. And the original Roach Rider, Mr. Matt Nas. Keep it rolling, baby. There we go. Today we are back with you. We are talking about new metal as we always do as we put together this new metal canon. And we're talking about an album that was recommended to us by someone a while back whose name I do not remember. I apologize. This album is called Heads, and it's by 40 Grit. We're going to talk all about this record, you guys. I hope you're ready. I am ready. Been 40 gritting it up and down the block, all right? Ready to do this thing. But before we get to that, we have got to talk about who's tweeting. Who's tweeting? Who is? So first, we got to do a quick shout out. Shouting out. Shout. To the New Metal Advisory Board over on Facebook. These guys, they're doing the work. They are letting you know about new metal. They're filling my feed with new metal all the time. I appreciate it. There are a lot of new metal groups on Facebook. I try to follow as many as I can and keep my sanity. But I'm loving what this guy is doing. These guys are doing. Keep it up. Love it. Also, Jenny, we got to talk about who's touring. Who's touring? We do. That would be Deftones. On tour with Gojira and Poppy. Holy shit. That's right. This is going to be a hot tour, you guys. Poppy, Gojira, Deftones. That's right. A rare occurrence where you got to show up early. Yeah. You got well, to get, get those good seats. A little something for everybody in that tour. Do mm-hmm. we know where they're playing? In Michigan, they're playing at Freedom Hill. Which, I saw Deftones back in 2017 there. One of the most incredible Deftones shows in my life. The weather was perfect. The wind was perfect. At one point, I just put my hands in the air and let the wind and the music envelop me. Tremendous night. So, I expect just more of the same. Plus, with Poppy. There you go. They're going to have to up that stage game. They got to up the stage game. They get, they, you better have, bring that heat. They'll yeah. have a bigger sca- stage to play with this time. So I'm hopeful. I got a text. Now, I want to say, just to be fair, I did get a text from a friend of mine who's a big wrestling guy. He was like, hey, saw Poppy on, on NXT last night. And I said, how did she do? And he goes, I got to imagine it might have been better in person. Or not. <laughs> oh, man. I'll have to look into that. Not a, not a strong showing from my buddy, Mike. So I, You got to think, though, mm-hmm. the performance and over-the-top everything of professional wrestling. Right. It'd be tough. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. She needs backup headbangers. <laughs> gonna put it out there. She needs oh. she needs people that can just do that helicopter thing with their hair. The whole time. The whole time. <laughs> she better pay for their insurance. No kidding. Her right? next. <laughs> oh my lord. Also, via Rob Adams, it's a special rendition of Very Cantrell. Baboosh. Oh my. It's Buggy well, we Depot. <laughs> right. Well, we got this news that Jerry Cantrell is making a new solo album. And normally we wouldn't really bring this up on the show, but it was on MetalSucks.com under the heading Upcoming Bullshit. 
Which really cracked me up. And um, apparently this is Jerry's first solo album since 2002's Degradation Trip, an album that came out as a single disc because the record label said, we will not put out two discs of this, Jerry. And he said, we're doing it anyway. And a couple weeks later, he put out a double disc of the album because he's always intended it to be a double album. And he said, they said, what's going on with it? Oh, first of all, you'll love this. This was an interview done at the Music Cares Person of the Year tribute to Aerosmith. God. Where Cantrell said. Uh-huh, got to yeah. do a sweet honking on Bobo check-in. Oh, yeah. yeah. How's it doing? Hon- yeah. It's great. It's still in its original pristine box. Okay. I recently uh, made... I was uh, a, on a thing for work, and I made one of my co-founders aware of Honkin' on Bobo. <laughs> who co- he couldn't have cared less. And um, <laughs> one of my other co-workers grew up in Nigeria, and so he was telling me about all this stuff that he just like learns. Like He didn't know what pickles were, and he wow. got a basket of fries, and the pickle had just like made all the fries mushy. And so he's like, I just asked him, like, what is this thing? You put in my fries, and so he hates pickles. Oh, wow. And so, and apparently, he just learned who Steven Tyler was. And I was like, I cannot imagine <laughs> finding like, out today what, yeah. And so, I was just talking to him about it, and I got into honking on Bobo, and neither one of them cared. Uh, and then I watched an episode of American Pickers where they like found this old Aerosmith touring van and they were all in it, like talking about it. Joe Perry was laying like he did in the Gap commercial that was on in like the nineties. <laughs> uh, lots going on in my world with Aerosmith. Uh, thanks for checking in. <laughs> all right, I had to check in. Thanks, you got Sammy. it. Any, I, I bet. You check in every few months. I'll probably have a new Aerosmith piece of information for you. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Beautiful. That's uh, it. So at this tribute to Aerosmith, Cantrell said that when I'm with Alice, I'm with Alice, and that takes the majority of my time. This year, we're taking a little time off, so if you liked any of the solo work that I did or work with Alice, I'm sure you might like some of this stuff too, which is valid since they sound nearly the same. So if you're hyped... For Allison Chains, if you're hyped for solo Jerry Cantrell, he's got some more coming for you, baby. We've also got to talk about who's emailing. Who's emailing? I'll tell you who's emailing. It's David Brown. Uh, he sent us an email with the uh, subject. Sorry, Jenny. Hmm. Before you read this email, I need to preface this with this email changes everything. <laughs> All right? All right. It changes everything. Think about... And I'm talking to our listeners right now. Think the about hardcore the, roach riders the hardcore Angel. roach riders. You've been here since ep one. All right. This is ep 193. This is about to recontextualize 192 episodes of the show. Just want you to be prepared for that. All right, Jenny. Please. All right. So uh, the the title of the email is Chug, and it says, Hey, Road Riders, this is my first time sending you an email after a long period of listening regarding a subject which caught my attention in the first few episodes I listened to, namely the Chug. Chug is an excellent way of describing a very common new metal sound. However, where I come from in Scotland, Chug is another word for jacking off. Whoa. I've just had a Chug, etc. 
certainly makes the, all the episodes a bit more amusing for me when Lauren describes the various types of chug he enjoys. Uh, I was happy <laughs> to keep this to myself, but when I heard you say on the reanimation episode that someone from Lincoln Park was, and I quote, grunting over a chug, I felt <laughs> obliged to let you know. I cried with laughter when I heard it. Letting the audience know about this quirk of Scottish dialect might allow them some extra joy from an already amazing show. Thank you. Thank you. Also wanted to say how much I loved Results May Very episode. I'd been waiting for what seemed like ages for you to review an album I remember very fondly from my youth, especially the Slow Moody Boys, which for some reason are the ones which stuck with me and I still listen to. To get three hours on it was a gift from the New Metal Gods. Great show as always. Rich Rider for Life. Davy B. Thank you. Thank you so much. Wow, Lauren. Yeah. I can't believe, even when we're not being unnecessarily and uncalled for gross. Right. We've been it's it's just omnipresent. I read this email. <laughs> I read this email at work and I went, oh no. <laughs> I went, I went, thank you so much for listening first. And second, this does change. I mean, I was doing notes for tonight's episode, for next week's episode. And it's in, it's in my style of note taking. I'm always on the hunt for Chug, which now has this. Who's not, baby? Who's not? I'm always looking for Chug. Always looking for chug. Looking for chug in all the wrong places. <laughs> Indeed. So this really, um, it'll probably take me, I don't know, a couple years to deal with this. But <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much, Davey, for writing in. Uh, we all appreciate it. I appreciate it. And uh, you know what, guys? We got to talk about some Islander feedback. Islander feedback. We got it. Uh, Andy Ohm says, loved this album when it came out and still do. The Deftones influence is pretty apparent on this album, especially Hearts Grow Cold. That is literally Diamond Eyes. Their second release was pretty forgettable, but their newer stuff seems to be trending more in this direction again. Loving this whole November idea and hoping to have more newer news sprinkled in from time to time. I'd like to suggest Blindside's album Silence for a future review. Keep on rolling. Thank you, Andy. Thank you, Andy. Thank you, Andy. Uh, Matt Murphy said, This album was surprisingly good. I've heard their second album which it, when it, whenever it came out, but it didn't stick with me. But this one was one of the few episodes where I actually went and listened to the album after the episode was over, excluding albums I've, already, I've known already, obviously. Really good by alternative standards. Great by new metal standards. Thank you very much. Michael Newton says, Heard about these guys a few years back and gave a random song a listen, and I really didn't like it. I didn't see what was so special, but I don't think the song was from this album. I feel like this is a band you have to listen to as a whole, listen to an album front to back, because sequencing was great. The songs on the songs on standalone kind of come off as directionless. At least, that was the impression I got. But after hearing the episode, I highly enjoyed this band when listening to all the songs and have been spinning them all morning. November has really turned out to be a hit, and it's so much fun. Great episode, guys. You never disappoint. Keep on rolling. Keep on rolling, baby. Thank you. Thank you, Michael. Justin Kramer said, great album and episode, guys. Saw them on that POD tour as well, and they stole the show. Have you guys heard of the album Two Angels and a Dream by Depswa? I think this is an underrated record from the Come Down era. Roach Rider and Rapper for Life out. Nice. I believe 
Depswa has been recommended to us, and I'm doing a quick skim of the long list, and there it is. It's on the long list. It's on the list. But it's long. It's a long (laughs) list, but I'm going to say I think one day we'll do this one. I think we will. All right. Billy Joe says, God bless Islander for the sweet, sweet gift of Coconut Dracula. (laughs) Although I'm with Lauren when he says coconut is gross. Hashtag team no coconut. Hashtag team more for me, Billy Joe, because coconut's fucking great. Billy Joe, it's good to meet you. Good to be on team no coconut with you. Join me in sending all your excess coconut to Jenny's house. Thank you so much. <laughs> a washing coconut. Oh, please. These mounds and almond joys. I got a screened in front porch. Fill that <laughs> shit up. Love it. <laughs> Mitch is going to come home. What the hell is all this coconut? And you'll be like, mine. Yeah. Don't touch it. It'll be, yeah. It'll be a big deal. <laughs> uh, Austin Count says, can we construct a new metal coffin for coconut Dracula? What what would a new metal coffin consist of? I, I, I don't know. Oh man, well, what are some? Would it be made out of jinkos? I guess it would be made out of jinkos, perhaps held down by wallet chains. I don't know, Jenny. Any thoughts on a new metal coffin? Oh, I think instead of throwing a rose in, you throw a single red hat. There it is. There it is. There it is. <laughs> That's it. That's it. That's when you know. Close that Close that coffin. Jenny, what do we got from Jeffrey Thomas? Jeffrey Thomas says, did somebody order a coconut Dracula? Hold the coconut Dracula? Got some different options here. I think the third flavor suits it the best. And uh, yeah, go so ahead, he, he sent us a clip. He did, uh, he did some audio editing on coconut Dracula. Oh, yeah. Put Should've. in... Yeah, Matt, if you want to pull that up. You got it, buddy. Here we go. These are the three options he's presented instead of Coconut Dracula in the song. And I, I think they're all great. Very good. Here we go. Let's go. Boop, 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 boop. my oh my you know that's that's a real that's calling back to things that's just that's really something special jenny of those three which one did you think was the best replacement for coconut dracula uh stroken obviously Uh. (laughs) no offense look i had to leave you out in the cold uh it's okay because i'll be honest with you you know i thought i really had some gold with my boop, boop 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 idea but then i heard twist over it Twist is surprisingly wonderful. It fits. It fits. It goes in. It slots in really well, and it makes me wonder what other songs Twist might fit on top of. Just makes me wonder. That's all I'm putting out there. Just makes 
me wonder. Thank you so much, Jeffrey, for putting that together. That's incredible. And Jenny, we have more creativity from the Roach Riders here. That is very true. Jax Lawson says, I'm not a great visual artist, but I made you a thing. And Jax, I disagree. You're a fantastic visual artist. Now, you have to remember that Coconut Dracula, the song, mm. is written from the perspective of Coconut Dracula's roommates, who are the Wolfman and the Mummy. Yes. That is right. <laughs> Go ahead, Jenny. Uh, so we have the Wolfman saying, I'm just happy he's doing better, you know? And the mummy says, of course, but one of us has to say something before this place is Cabo Wabo. (laughs) And that's very true. Uh, thank you. This is beautiful Uh, art. Beautiful art. Uh, my favorite detail is that there is a Joy Division poster that Coconut Dracula has placed a Hawaiian um flower necklace a lay over on top of and uh, i love it i love it so much finally over on instagram slauncha man aka jeff kelly jeff kelly (laughs) said this comment is late but the best replacement for coconut dracula i could come up with was stroking a spatula enjoy gross and thanks jeff Thanks, Jeff. Uh, and finally, Coach Mike Picks says, this is a good album, but I'm not the biggest P.O.D. fan who they remind me of. I think I will like it more in the years to come. I wish the singer sang Coconut Dracula the same way Rob Zombie sings Dracula from the canon, but not the first Corn album. <laughs> Get well, Lauren. It sounds <laughs> ominous when we forget that you're sick Indeed. then and you're healthy now. I am. I'm going to start telling people to get well when they're healthy and just <laughs> fill them with Get care. well, Jenny. Yeah, get well soon. Bye. <laughs> like, what are you meaning? Yeah, what's wrong with me? Just get well. Just Bye. Alright. Uh, and uh, finally, Matt, you have an announcement, sir. I do. So a few months back, We asked a few questions of you, our dear listeners, and I showed off a new design for a new t-shirt for all you Roach Riders and Indigo Angels that is just simply titled Activate the Pit. This shirt will be available for pre-order March 1st through March 31st. Um, Price will probably be in the $20 range. That would be what I'm thinking giving you two weeks heads up four weeks to get it done this is a one-time only print baby i'm not gonna have a box of t-shirts in my basement for this hey that's fair that's fine uh but you know what um we're working with the wonderful mitch on this and i need to double check but i think we will have small through 3x i believe it's the sizes that we'll be able to accommodate so We'll have pricing and everything up shortly and trying to give you as much time as humanly possible. Maybe a sweet tax return uh, gift for yourself. There we go. I was wondering where we were going with the taxes. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, I know where my taxes are going. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Far away from me. (laughs) Yep. Yep. In this economy? Oh, boy. Infrastructure still shit. Where's my money going? Fix the roads! Oh, boy. If you're not from Michigan, uh, uh, our governor, uh, Gretchen Whitmer, her campaign slogan is fix the damn roads, and she's coming back with it again. 
And I agree, but I can't help but think of all the ways in which the world is burning down. And every time she's like, fix the damn roads. I'm like, am I going to go to jail if I need an abortion? <laughs> fix the damn roads. Like, I'll hit a pothole as long as that stays okay. Uh, anyway, those are my political views. <laughs> there it is. All right. Well, keep on saying hello to us online, Twitter, Instagram. Send us an email, roachcoachpodcast at gmail.com. And, of course, keep your eyes peeled. For these new coach tees. You guys, it's time to talk about the album of the week. Heads by 40 Grit. Jenny, when did this album come out? This album was released on August 22nd, 2000. That's the thick of it. Jenny, any history with 40 Grit? None whatsoever. Lauren, how about you? I have no history with 40 Grit. Somebody, somebody was like, you got to listen to 40 Grit. And I was like, okay. And I big thrifted the album. But Lord knows who it was. And I apologize once again for forgetting you in the suggestion. Matt, any history of 40 Grit? New to me. All right. So it's all new to us. Jenny, who's in 40 Grit? I'll tell you who's in 40 Grit. Uh, James Santiago is on vocals and guitar. Chris Anderson on guitar and vocals. Kevin Young on bass and Andy Green on drums. Okay, one uh, according to my liner notes, it's a Mike Bennett on drums. My bad. I was looking at a biography, so might have just been some change up there. Yeah, Mike Bennett on drums. All right, and uh, producers on this record: Juan Ortega, Philo Fellinger, and Forty Grit. Why do I know Juan Ortega? I don't know. He did not ring a bell with me. Let's quickly Google him and find out who he is. <laughs> I can do that if you want to begin this album. Well, we'll talk really quick. Uh, I This was a big thrift. I picked this up from Ides in beautiful Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania for a sweet $4.50. I speak in... I've spoken. I've spoken about Ides before. If you like metal, if you like just straight up metal, Jenny, you like metal. I do. And you want to get yourself some metal CDs? You got to get yourself to Ides in Pittsburgh. I'm telling you, they have metal. To to quote, to quote our boys in Metallica, they got metal up the ass in a good way. Wow. Uh, yeah, so liner notes here, Jenny, we were talking, you and me and Matt, we're all talking about these liner notes and this album cover before we started. Matt, you said it was, quote, gross. Yep. Jenny, what do you think of it? Um, it's gross. It's definitely true to the title heads. Looks like, I don't know, it's a bunch of heads of people who don't have eyes or mouths. Uh, I don't know what's going on there. Yeah, definitely. It reminded me of that uh, collection of heads or faces in that season of Game of Thrones. Right. Yeah, that was what it reminded me of. Although this predates Game of Thrones. So Game of Thrones ripping off 40 grit. What a shocker. Um, Yeah, liner notes otherwise kind of unremarkable. Mostly just lyrics. Very easy to read lyrics. Thank you, 40 Grit. And uh, some behind them, just some blurry shots of the band. There is one shot of the band on the back. We got some jerseys. We got 
Um, really, no dreads, just some classically metal long hair. And um, on, Jenny, your favorite record label, Metal Blade. <laughs> yes, my favorite record label. Your favorite. When you're picking a record label and you're picking your favorites, it's got to be Metal Blade. Yeah, big uh, Brian Slagle fan. There it is. There it is. Um, Matt, any um, any notable people on this Juan Ortega? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, so Juan Ortega was a singer in Skin Lab. Oh. Yep. Okay. All right. That's a band I believe has been recommended to us in the past. Yep. Um so we got so, so we got a little bit of a new metal connection then. Very cool. And um yeah, the CD itself is a quarter. It's a picture of a quarter, but instead of saying United States of America on it, it says 40 grit heads. And I was like, I get it. There I we get go. It. I get it. And um, under the CD, it says United States of America. And in the center, on the back, it says 40 Grit. So they are emblazing their logo upon our currency with the thought that maybe one day I'd say, hey, Jenny, I'm a little hard up right now. Can you loan me like seven 40 Grits? Yes, that's 280 grits that you owe me. Okay. <laughs> a little new metal math. A new metal math. Uh, all right, so that's in the band. That's what we've got going on in the CD. Uh, there was no Wikipedia, if I'm correct, Jenny. Not so an English one. There not, was a German, oh, there was oh, a German Wikipedia, ooh. which did give me the genre tag groove metal. Ooh, okay. So, but yeah, it was. I don't speak German. And I don't read German. Okay. So it was Fair limited enough. in its help. But I did get a genre tag. So. There we go. Thank you. All right. Then um, I guess we're ready to dive into this thing. What do we got for track one? Uh, first track is called Ground Zero. Let's do it. go to 2.30. 2.30, you got it. Here we go.
I just wanted to give a little shine to some chuggy bass rattle. <laughs> we got the low end a rumbling. <laughs> Indeed we do. Um, Jenny, we'll start with you. Thoughts on Ground Zero? Uh, I thought it was a solid open. Um, I wasn't sure what to expect. So um, I dug it. I don't think it was a hot open, but I feel like it really set a tone. I thought they sounded all right. I don't know that it necessarily is the flavor of new metal that's for me, but even when we smooth it out, I'm there for it. Uh, it was pretty heavy, which I liked. And hey, that's that's where I left it. Okay. Ready for more? What do you think, Lauren? Uh, I wrote in my notes, "Give me these riffs." Okay. We got a nice bounce and a chug. I like the vocals. We got some creepy boy vocals. We got some good swing. I wrote, we are rocking. Got a slight stoner rock vibe. And then at one point, I think it was when he got really smoothed out in the chorus, I got like a pinback Rob Crow goblin cock vibe in there. Uh, I also did not think it was a hot open. I thought it was a strong open. And also I noted that there was a gurgly outro, which I appreciated. And the lyric I liked was, reflections are as painful as memories, which felt pretty new metal. Matt Nas. Solid open. I liked it. I like I liked the uh, bass treatment. That kind of chuggy bass is my favorite. There you go. Um, also, did anyone think it was kind of weird? Or that jack-off oh. bass? Is it jack-off bass? <laughs> yes, it's they definitely a jack-off bass. jacking off the bass. It, it, was that yeah. bass getting... <laughs> Stroking? Oh yeah. boy! Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh no! That's the last thing I need. Yeah, it was. Uh, it, did anybody else think it was an, a little like? Uh, here we are. First song in this album called Ground Zero. <laughs> oh, that's right. You know, I I was like, oh shit, and I didn't realize when this came out. Ooh. Someone call Nostradamus. Oh, oh my gosh! First of all, Game of Thrones stole. Album cover, right now, terrorists <laughs> stole this. Oh boy, yeah. oh man. Well, so, there you go. All right, let's keep this bad boy going. What we got next? Up next, you got serving time.
Matt Nas, we're going to start with you, my friend. Oh, no. I got to tell you, you guys at home, you Popcorn will you, you <laughs> will never know the joy of the Matt Nas facial expression and the first time he hears a new metal song. I'm telling you, one of the great joys in my life. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, this is a pretty standard new metal song. He comes in, and I'm like, okay, it's kind of a creepy crawl vibe. And then he, he keeps going, and I'm like, what's happening to his vocal treatment? And then we head into that chorus, and I'm like, I, it's not a butt dive, but boy, oh boy, it is close to the butt. And then it's, um, he's out of tune? He's not singing in key? So it's very distracting i'm sorry guys i didn't like it i didn't like it matt it's okay if you don't like (laughs) it's okay we don't we don't want you to lie on this show we want you to live your serving time here i understand yeah jenny what you time in the prison that you've created with your thoughts correct which i think is the message of the song yeah i got a real strong corn vibe Mm -hmm. at the top and then I kind of agree. I, I felt like it went in a few different directions. Um, the chorus was a surprise to me. I feel like with, I don't know if I was like projecting what I would imagine to happen in a corn song because it sounded like corn up top. I was like, okay, I, I thought the chorus was going to go into more of a pit activator direction mm-hmm. and it went the other way. Um, so at this point, I I was kind of thinking, like, who is this band? What are they about? Like, what's their deal? It made me feel a little confused. Like, I thought I thought the open was solid. Um, and I really like I thought this song was OK. Like, I really liked the top of it. Um, but when we got into the chorus, I wasn't really sure. I just wasn't really sure what direction we were going in. Um, and so I was a little perplexed here um but gotta say i kept thinking man have we listened to worse (laughs) (laughs) it's still pretty competent i think yeah um like they they sound i i agree that the chorus sounded a little a little weird yeah i i don't have um i don't have the vocabulary for what specifically that is but it sounded i was like sounds weird (laughs) and that's why i have this very important position on the show but um (laughs) i still think like overall like the band sounds pretty good so yeah that's where i was lauren what do you think uh yeah so the first time i heard this song it immediately starts and i'm like go we're in corn we're in corn country 100 percent. let's do this we got a gurgle we got the riffage i'm here for it then we get into the vocals, and I'm like, who does this remind me of? It's driving me bananas. I was like, who does this remind me of? Every listen. I'm like, who? Who? So I finally sit down with these liner notes. I dig in. Who is basically the mentor of this band? One Rob Flynn. And there it literally, go. the clouds fucking opened up. and Rob Flynn came out of him in a denim vest, no shirt. And I was like, there you are. It was unbelievable. Then I went back and it all, yeah, totally made sense. These guys are hanging out with Rob Flynn. I'm looking at these long, I mean, this verse is a long verse. You keep thinking this is going to be the last line of the verse and it keeps going. 
This is classic Rob Flynn maneuver. And then going into this chorus, we're thinking corn. We're thinking, you got to rip it up on this chorus. You got to bring us that heat. But instead, they keep it at a simmer. They keep it even. And I don't want to say that's necessarily a Rob Flynn move, but that was their choice. So, yeah, I also wrote the low vo- uh, the lyric, this cage you built in your serving time. As you said, Jenny, prison of your own making. Um, I was very sad that there were no comments on songmeanings.com for basically any of these songs. That's very true. disappointed. Not wanted, helpful. No. I wanted to go and comment under every single song. I can't believe no one's commented on this song. You still could. I could. I might. Yeah. I probably won't. <laughs> All right, up next, we've got Sneaky Glass Face. Pussy need to get eaten. <laughs> All right. Whoa. Whoa. Overtly sexual snake is here. Hey, oh, guys. my gosh. Anybody else down to fuck? Oh, oh my God. That this snake is... doesn't even have hands. Oh, my it? God. This incredibly sexual snake. I'm just writhing ex- right ex- now. Ex- Excuse me, snake. Can you please put that tongue away? That tongue is all over the place. No, no, no. Stop. Oh, gosh. Stop. Gosh. Stop. Listen. Listen. Snake. Yeah, baby. Listen. All I ask is that you keep in mind consent. Can you do that? I said, <laughs> I started with a question and not an action. I'm a snake of consent. That's good. You know what? All right. You know <laughs> what? Overtly sexual snake who respects consent. Carry on. I, I'm not as comfortable with outward sexuality as you are, but as long as you're getting that enthusiastic consent hey if i get a no i just slither away what a great role model for what the a children. wonderful ah uh, yes i i you know what i deem you consent snake <laughs> oh consent <laughs> snake oh uh, man I, I i believe i believe before consent snake showed up i believe <laughs> there was about to be a hot drop maybe or some sort of drop should we dip back in let's dip back in
I have in my notes, and I'm, I'm having a little trouble reading my own handwriting, but I believe if you go to 235, it gets a little disturbed on us. Oh, yes. It <laughs> yes, it does. <laughs> That's straight out the Draymond playbook. Oh, man, straight out of it. So this one, it was feeling new, but also moody, but also a little doomy. And I have very, very little experience with doom metal, but it gave me, of what I know about it, it gave me a little bit of a doomy vibe, uh, but with some bendies, some bendies in there. <laughs> technical metal show listen that's what you come to roach coach for Uh i i i know a lot of guitar players listen to this show and they scream about how we get everything wrong and i just i don't want to start getting technical and correct so they're called bendies all right they did some bendies and uh yeah i wrote i like the name this is a sneaky ripper all right so yeah uh jenny Thoughts on Sneaky Glass Face? First of all, I want to say I have at least five guitars in my house. So I'm pretty much an expert. At any point, I could choose to pick one of them up and become really good at it. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) But I choose not to. Wow. But they're there. So I look at at least four guitars every single day. Wow. I'm very impressed. If anybody has an opinion about my (laughs) in-depth knowledge (laughs) of guitar playing... Uh, shut up. <laughs> Just kidding. I I liked this one. It. What you were saying, Lauren, about how many different things you heard in this song is something that I noticed a lot throughout this record. Where it's it's a lot of different types of song in within these songs, mm-hmm. uh, which I don't think is necessarily bad. It just it can be a little hard to follow, and you never know where. I I had a little bit of trouble following like where I was going to get the various influences and elements mm-hmm. that we were going to get. Um, I don't know that I got anything doomy in here, but I was very uh, into the the spooky start. I want to know what's the sneaky glass face. It's obviously a thing. I it's, just don't know what the thing is. And songmeetings.com is no help to me. No help. I um, I mean, I did notice the holding your hands over your eyes. That made me think of sheeple. Need to wake up. So sneaky glass face. All right. Let's go. Let's go to the lyrics. Let's go to the lyrics. Okay. Let's holding, work with what we got. Exactly. Let's break this down. Holding my hands over my eyes. Blackout sunrise. Blackout this time. My time. Time to feed sneaky glass face to me. Lend my lies to me and ask why I've fallen down and I am now too weak to carry on to my next. Is it meth? Time to feed sneaky glass face to me. Meth seems like a possibility. I, I'm, I'm going crushingly literal with this. Because I'm looking at blackout sunrise, blackout this time. I'm thinking of black glass. I'm thinking about somebody sneaking up in the cover of darkness and pressing their face against a piece of glass. But that doesn't really answer the feed part. So, I don't know. Matt? I mean, I thought it was about a song about snakes fucking, so... (laughs) 
It might be. It might be. I don't know. So yeah, if you know what sneaky glass face means, let us know. Roachcoachpodcast at gmail.com. Send over your thoughts. Uh, all right. Let's keep it going. Oh, boy. What's this next one, Jenny? I know what this next one is. <laughs> <laughs> it's a song called Groin. these guys what are they going for man we're we're just mixing things up here we got a little bit of groove we got a little bit of stoner we got the new in there which basically just makes it mega new in my opinion we're just we're just trying it all we're just we're just saying hey fuck it let's just do it we're in the studio rob flynn gave me an attaboy let's rock this fucker let's do it I wrote in my notes, grind and chug. So, I I guess I was happy with this one, Jenny. <laughs> what did you think? Uh, I so yes, Lauren, I agree. I like I like the song. This so far, this song is the the one that I like the most on this album. It was interesting. It picked up the pace a little bit. The first listen I did, uh, we haven't talked about a Christgo challenge in a little while. Mm, but, yes. Uh, we listened to the album three times. And the Christgo challenge, once headphones listen, once just open air in the car, whatever. And once doing some sort of activity. My first listen, uh, I was on the elliptical. Didn't notice this, but the second listen, I was like, huh, something seems weird about this song. The third listen, I was like, it sounds like the band is playing a song and they kind of talked about what they were going to do, but no one talked to the vocalists about it. And they all just kind of like each individual piece of the song, I think is pretty cool. The way that it comes together, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, but I did like this song. Mm-hmm. So... I feel like this album like constantly had me feeling a little perplexed. Like, this is interesting. This is weird. It's a lot of different things in each song. I like it. I don't dislike it. 
Mm-hmm. But I also don't really know what's going on structurally, maybe. Yeah, th- it does seem like they sort of just like, why don't we do this? And why don't we try this? Sure. And, and you know, Juan was just like in the booth, like, do do what you guys got to do. Do what you guys got to do. And Get I did. it out. Get it out. Also, I just realized I wrote in my notes, Matt. If you go into two, if you go to two fifty-five in this song, you will get to something that I wrote is cool shit. All right, here we go. Two fifty-five on groin. Yeah, I definitely thought those vocals were some cool shit. That's definitely what I was thinking of. I did these notes like four days ago, so I was like, what did I think it was cool shit. Oh, those vocals. I thought those vocals were cool shit. Well, that's the thing is every so often you get that. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, that's really sweet. Mm-hmm. I'd like to hear more of that, but I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I and should, then he yeah. warbled. He's like, no. <laughs> I feel like that's pretty. That's a pretty. Con, that's like a staple of the shit that we listen I to. Know, mm-hmm. I know. But I always bring it up because as a personal thing, I cannot. <laughs> yeah, like, as a person, I hate it. <laughs> Matt, I believe me. Uh. <laughs> I'll snuggle right up next to you in that pod. I appreciate you. <laughs> but I am always just like, oh, where'd that come from? And I'm like, I've been doing this shit for almost four years. Why Why am I still surprised? I know. I shouldn't. I, I'm having the same reaction that I always have instead of just being like, yep, he's doing that thing. Doing that thing. Doing the thing. He does doing that the thing. thing. Uh, I do want to mention often in the liner notes and also in an interview that we will talk about shortly, the Church of Beer comes up a lot. So anytime I was not entirely sure why a decision was made, I always remembered that these gentlemen are regular attendees at the parish of the Church of Beer. That's right. These are some ham-boned young men. (laughs) (laughs) They want to rock, and they want to have some beer. And you know what? God bless them. Yeah, I guess, like, if you... I don't know why I didn't think about this until now, but if you were just like, were they drunk when they did that? (laughs) I'd be like, I get it. Yeah, sure. So, yeah. All right. Well, I think we're ready for the next one. All right. It's a Mazzy Star cover. <laughs> right. <laughs> what if uh, it's oh, called yeah. Fade Into You? Yeah. 
So Matt, the chorus does not actually show up until a minute 45. So if you want to go to a minute 45. Sure. This song for me is works the most. Okay. And it's probably because of my tastes. Uh this is a pretty straight ahead disturbed lift. Um, you know, I I could hear Draymond singing this song through our man. Um it's got good sensibilities in my mind. Uh pretty straightforward and easy to get into. Whereas some of the other ones me, I what I think I've realized is, you know, for longtime listeners, they know that I never listen to the albums before we record. Um, in fact, they probably have a drinking game where they have to take some shots because I've mentioned it in an episode. Uh, but I kind of feel like this album, a few songs in, almost needs a second listen. It helped. It definitely helped. The first listen for me was in the car. And I it's kind of, I mean, the most car listens generally sort of wash over me, but I remember getting really amped on track one. And by the middle of it, I remember thinking too much details getting lost. Like I need to like really scrutinize this more on headphones to really see if there's more there, um, which I then did. Well, emptying a dishwasher, baby. Let me tell you. You want to get that? You want them dishes out of that and on them shelves? Put on some forty grit. (laughs) Put on. You'll be like, oh, this is empty. Thank you. And um, I'm going to talk a little bit technical guitar right now. Jenny, you can back me up on this. We had some wicked bendies in this song. Mm -hmm. Just some wicked bendies. (laughs) Yeah. Um, and uh, I definitely caught the Disturbed. I also felt the Rob Flynn influence in the fact that it took a super long time for the song to start and then had a shit ton of vocals before you actually got to the chorus. Classic Rob Flynn maneuver. Um, I did notice that the lyric, can I find the strength to put this bullet in my head? But then the second part of that, the put the bullet in my head part, is buried in the mix. And I remember thinking, get crazy, you guys. Get crazy. Own the crazy imagery. Don't bury it in the mix. Pump it up in the mix. This is pre-9-11, baby. But it is post-Columbine. Oh. Yeah, that's mm. what I was just thinking. Oh, this might that's be good. a Columbine thing. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Jeez. Fair enough. Fair enough. Why do those tragedies have to ruin <laughs> what music? music? <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute, uh, is that a snake trying to fuck? <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, my other note is this song is almost six minutes long. I don't Yikes. know. If, I don't know yeah. if it needed to be six minutes long. Jenny, yeah. what did you what did you think? Uh, I agree with a lot of what you both said. Um, despite the fact that uh, shooting yourself in the head was buried in the mix, I do think that the production on this album is good. I hear everything. Everyone sounds good. Mm-hmm. I don't have a lot to add other than uh, in this one, especially it did work for me better than most of the other songs. And I thought I was like, oh, you know, 
We're pulling it together with the production here. Mm-hmm. Okay. 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 All right. Yeah. So that's my super um, hot commentary on that. Up next, got a song called Spit. You guys, if I'm at a 40 Grit show, which 40 Grit still exists, broken up, do we know? Uh, conflicting reports on the internet. They mm. definitely had, they have broken up. They had a lineup change, which is why I named the incorrect drummer initially. Um, some of the sources on the internet say that they're still active. Some of them say that they broke up. So, I don't know. Okay. Well, 40 Grit, if you do another show. And you start playing the opening bendy chug riff of spit. I'm hitting the floor. Let's do this thing. Let's do this thing. This song rips. I'm into it. We got this stop start, this new metal bounce going on, the way that he says spit, which let me tell you, multiple listens, my opinion on his decision to only say spit once changed first time i was like give me more spits that's such a good spit say it again i'll take it again but he only says it once but by my third listen i was like i respect it having me clamoring for more spit that's the point well done well done uh i thought this one was a hot one i loved it probably probably my favorite one on the album thus far jenny thoughts on spit yeah i agree my favorite one on the album so far um I uh, I liked when we got a little bit into that like chorus, the groove of that. I enjoyed quite a bit. Um, I thought the top was real cool. So I was into the song. Good job, 40 Grit. Matt? Yeah, I, I felt pretty grounded in the song. I don't think he's my favorite vocalist. So I'm probably always going to be like, eh, on his vocal stylings. But the song works. There we go. You know, I mean, it rips at points, I would even say. That's all we ask. All we ask sometimes, bands, all we ask, just rip it up every now and again. You know, when you're in the studio, just look at all the other band members, make eye contact, and say, hey, are we going to rip it up today? You ready to go? You ready to rip it up? 
Rip it up to your level of comfort, bro. That's it. That's yeah, it. Don't fucking bogart those ribs. Rip it up as much or as little as you want. We accept you. We accept you. <laughs> there it is. And you need to rip. Yeah. You need but you, you rip. need to rip. But <laughs> look, look, if you got a rip in you, you better rip. You, you are better. cordially required to, to rip. rip. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, yes. Up next, we've got No Name. So this one, this is basically, um, this is basically a machine head lift. Pretty, pretty standard. Um, not standard as if, you know, there's a standard machine head rip, lift, but, um, yeah, uh, I liked it for what it was. Uh, I wrote in my notes that it feels like a drug song lines, like rid me from my urges to break down. Can I feel all right? I live life on focus now. In general, that was the vibe I got, but yeah. A good time at the old Riff Factory. Jenny, what'd you think? Well, this song is obviously about Arya and the Faceless Men. If you read the lyrics. Oh, good it's point. One to one. You're right. And Game of Thrones wasn't on, but weren't the books out? What's the timeline of, of these? Um, let's see. When did the song of Fire and Ice come out? If that is what the first book is called. I don't know because I never read them. Let's see. Yeah, you're looking at Game of Thrones is 96. A Clash of Kings is 98. A Storm of Swords is 2000. So. Yeah, look. (laughs) It's possible. Is it probable? No. Is it possible? Yes. I liked this song because he mentions a demon once or twice. He starts yelling about demons toward the end. And I was like, all right, I'm with that. Uh, I feel like the album is picking up its pace in terms of hotness. I would agree with that. I would also agree with that. It, I'm a lot more into this back half than I was the first half. There you go. I still well, don't love it. Oh, Matt. <laughs> Hey man, That's okay. I'm, I'm, it's okay. It's okay. I'm I'm sorry. I'm just caught up in the heat. 
And, and Matt, do you do you yeah. like this album better than the no albums that Lauren and I have put out? <laughs> well, compare it to the one album I've put out. This is still doing better than than that. So. I like to keep it. You know, I've been trying to like keep things in perspective lately. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is such like a dumb thing, but I was getting a pedicure with a friend of mine the other day, mm-hmm. and. She was getting a better pedicure than me, and I kept being like noticing it. And I was like, you know what, man? If you didn't see that she was getting this like dope pedicure and yours was just okay, why would you be bummed? Why are you comparing? Also, a human being is taking care of your gross ass feet right now. So shut up, you entitled pig. And then I <laughs> cried the rest of the night. Oh, no. Oh, no. Uh, but you know what? Everything was in perspective after that. All right. Okay. There we All go. that is to say, this album's picking up Yep. hotness. Let's keep going. Up next, we've got three spaces. We're killing our lovers. We're killing ourselves. I got to go to my notes, you guys, because I wrote Hot Riffage. Let's fucking go. It's a ripper. Thank you. So, Murder Suey aside, I was into this thing. I was into this too. Um, This is my, I think this is probably my favorite song on the album. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, I did have a really weird ic- moment that I'd like to share with you listening. So at the end of the song, we get a lot of, it Ooh. killed my lover, I killed yes, myself. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. So I was listening to that really loud in my headphones. I was walking into work this morning. Um, happened to be that part of the song, and I was waiting to get on the elevator, a different office than I normally work in. And I was 
standing there and I made weird eye contact with a stranger while that part was happening. <laughs> and I like, it took me a minute to realize that he could not hear what I was listening to. And I have no clue how much of an insane how I seemed like in that moment, but I was just staring at this man listening to that. And I was like, this feels gross, but that aside, my fave song on the album, I think. Yeah, it's, um, yeah, I just, you know, you get that hot riffage up top, you know, I'm here, I'm ready to go, I got ticket in hand, let's fucking go, let's fucking go, that's, that's what I want to see, if I could do every album and just write in my notes with every song, let's fucking go, I'd be so happy, um, so that's what happened with this one, Matt, thoughts on three spaces? I think they're in the pocket for what they do, I mean, 40 grit kind of found their sea legs in the back half. Uh, I know it's still not for me, but I get it. Like, okay, yep, I know what this is. And this is their version of rock and roll. <laughs> there it is. Let's let's talk about these guys for a little bit. So uh, I found this interview with um, one of the members of the band. I believe it's the guitarist. Yes, it is. He is being interviewed by a gentleman looks to be just outside of the venue where they had just played. Um, and this is one of the most wonderfully casual interviews that I've seen in a while. Completely, is it is it possible to be as far from awkward? Like everyone's just sort of like whatever man about it. So it just ends up being just a chill, good interview. Like no one's putting on airs. He's just like, I'm just a guy who wants to talk to this guy in 40 Grit. And the guy in 40 Grit's like, yeah, I'll talk about me. No big deal. Everyone's just chill and just having I, I feel like they both are in this moment of like this might be the best time of our lives right now let's just chop it up and uh we learn a lot in those three minutes we learn about the church of beer we also learn about the origin of the name 40 grit the interviewer thinks that it is from sandpaper well if you google 40 grit <laughs> That would be your first guess, too, because <laughs> yes. that's what comes up. But like we said, our boys worship at the Church of Beer. Jenny, wh- where did they get 40 good from? They drink 40s, and the shitty 40s they drank tasted kind of gritty. There is, it my is. Re- is, is what I remember of the interview. Is that, that correct? Is, that is correct. Yeah, they, they said, uh, by the time you're done with your 40, it's a little gritty. And they were like, why not 40 grit? And even the way they talk about it is literally like a first thought, best thought moment of like, what about 40 grit? Yeah, sure. Fine. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. The guys at 40 grit seem like they are just loving and living the rock and roll life. And I enjoyed it. It's a very fun interview. I think it's like the only 40 grit interview anywhere online that I could find. So it's pretty, yeah, you can Google it up. There it is. Um, but yeah, just a couple of chill dudes. Uh, in the liner notes, I just wanted to let you know that they have some very fun thank yous. Um, Jay, and they uh, they all give um, some interesting uh, nicknames to people. So James says a thank you to Thomas. I hate you, Frolic. Thanks anyone I've had the pleasure of puking with. He also says, if you forgot anybody, blame it on Darkman. And he also gives a big thanks to the gods of transportation. Chris gives a big thanks to Rob, make me a brown eye Flynn. 
Thomas, we must drink all day, Frolic. Everyone I forgot, blame it on Darkman. There's clearly some in-joke about Darkman here. Um, he calls uh, John Fatteruso, you fuck. And uh, he says all he says that to all the yos in NYC. And uh, Kevin, finally, he calls Thomas Frolic, Thomas Fuckface Frolic. Um, he calls Chris Chris Freebeer Connor, and he gives monstrous props to anyone who's ever bought him a beer. And Mike, wonder, I'm sorry. And no, Mike, no, please go. And Mike, the drummer, he says. He wants to thank the band for sticking together through all the shit. Love these guys. Jenny, I'm oh. sorry. Go ahead. No, no, it's okay. I was just wondering if like how many of these guys are still drinking, you know. <laughs> it's been 20 years. It sounds like they were going pretty hard. <laughs> they were going pretty they were, hard. They were acting like there was a prize at the end. <laughs> just, you know, yeah. curious. Uh, all right. I think we got a few left. We sure do. All right. Up next, we got a song called Tension. This is the way it's going down. Your shot is beating black. Much too far. Matt Nas, you're not feeling the tension? <laughs> ah. No, no, I'm not. I don't <laughs> fucking like this. I don't like this band. They're not for me. Oh. I understand them. They're doing a great job at what they do. And I know very well that it is not in my lane and they're staying in theirs. And that's perfect. That's perfectly fine. You're going to get off at your exit. They're going to get off at their exit. Yeah, I hear this and I'm like, oh, oh, f- please, anything but this. Like, <laughs> fuck me. I hate this so much. Uh, well, thanks for letting us into your home. I love yeah. you. <laughs> Thank you. I don't uh, know. Sometimes, like, I get hit with stuff and I'm like, you know, it just makes me salty. And I'm just like, not today. Oh, I get it. Oh, Sorry, yeah. guys. I'm like, I don't mean to be shitty to this band because honestly... Like the last three or four songs in a row, I'm like, okay. But then I hear stuff like this, which to me is pretty meandering and, you know, navel gazy. And I'm just like, oh, ugh, God, no, stop it. This is like me watching The Irishman. <laughs> wow. There I we go. I know that's going to hit Shots a nerve. fired. Shots I, fired. On, that was the last time I experienced something where I was watching something and I was just like salty. <laughs> Just salty, sweet Mitchell. Poor sweet Mitchell, just trying to watch the Irishman. He's like, we can turn it off. And I was like, no, no, fucking leave it on. I want to finish this. I'm not getting. I'm fucking finishing this. I'm just mad. 
So <laughs> did Mitch like okay. it? Yeah. Okay. I yeah, he liked okay. it. <laughs> not not my I don't even know if it's a lane. It would be like a lane to another fucking galaxy. Too long. <laughs> but I get it is what I'm saying. And it's okay. Right. Cause is the Irishman a bad movie? Objectively, no. No. It's just not for me. Mm-hmm. It's for Lauren. Oh, it is for me. It's, oh it's boy. It's very much for Lauren. Oh, that was for and, me. And 40 grits for not someone me. that's not yeah. Which is perfectly fine. Lauren doesn't like coconuts. I don't like the Irishman. You don't like 40 grits. Right. There it is. <laughs> Cuz I don't like the idea of a 40 that gets gritty at the end. I don't think they did either. But they'll take it. That's true. <laughs> Well, when you uh, worship at the Church of Beer. Yeah, right? You know what? Sometimes you can't turn down the communion. Uh, what did you think of Tension, Jenny? Uh, it wasn't for me. I I really like it more when they're uh, opting to rip. This one, yeah, not so much for me, but I thought it was fine. Lauren, what do you think? Yeah, I wrote that it was a moody boy for 40 grit. Um, I liked the mild dive bomber riffing and the uh, double kick drums that were going on in the uh, in the chorus part. But yeah, this one kind of repetitive lyrically, not really, uh, not really my my thing either. So yep. How respectful of our time is this record? Uh, this record comes in at 54 minutes and 23 seconds. Wow, for 11 tracks? Yeah. Well, we got um, probably about five or six minutes of that is Blank Space giving taking okay. us to a secret track. So, But these songs are all long. Yep. Most of them are over four, close to five. Shortest song on the album is three minutes. Um, but yeah, most of them are in that four zone. A uh, little bit long for me. Absolutely. But, hey, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? All right. We got we got a couple more left. Let's do it. All right. Up next, we got a song called Think. There's a lyric in here, Jenny. I think you know the one. Uh, laugh, laugh with the <laughs> freaky demons inside that, yeah, here. That was my guess. Uh, freaky demons get crazier. It's all I'm asking. Once again, this is a, like just get 
laugh with a freaky demon. Like a freaky demon. I don't know why I see a demon wearing like a pop collar sliding, you know, just sliding up to you in the club going, hey, what's going on? I'm a demon. That's honestly the worst kind of demon I can imagine. Mm, And you would definitely laugh with him just so he'd leave you alone. Yeah, freaky demons just remind me of, like, people who are, like, a little too into Halloween Mm. all year round. And that, to me, is a... I'll tell you what lane I'm staying out of is that lane. Yeah, year-round Halloween. Year-round Halloween, not in that lane. Take Mm. those spider webs down, Martha. (laughs) You're not a vampire. You've never met one. Hey, if you want it bad enough, you can become one. Yeah. True, real quote said to me in a Pizza Hut. In the <laughs> yeah, that you know what? In a Pizza Hut's the only place you're gonna get knowledge dropped, and you like that. That's true. Um, I wrote in my notes: Are we crushing on track ten? And I think for a moment we are. Laugh with the freaky demons kind of takes me out a little bit. There's some breathy boys going on a little later. The opening riff is real nice, but they use it sparingly. Once again, that thing, I couldn't, unlike the spit thing, I wasn't sure. I kept going back and forth where they should have, you know, really milked that opening riff a little bit more. They bring it back near the end, but I feel like they could have done a little bit more with it. Matt, obviously, big fan of Think. Love it. Okay. Well, yeah. I I don't know. I was going to go to the next song, but Matt. No, I think I'm. I've said what I need to say. (laughs) All right. We are on the final track of the album, and it is called Wide Mouth. It is really Wolf. something to see Holy you make shit. it to the end of this record. Um, I, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna treat you with one of my favorite lyrics in the song. Just think, just stink. 
What's the difference? Hey. Stinking thinking. Thinking stinking. <laughs> thinking stinking. <laughs> I wrote these lyrics on a toilet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I. Uh, you know what? I got to say, the drums on this record, the drums on this song, we've already talked about how good the production is. The drumming is fantastic on this record. Great work uh, from Michael. Wonderful work. It is interesting, though, that this song just sort of just stops. doesn't feel like it ends. It just sort of just like, nope, that's it. Just sort of turns off. Um, not the worst way to end it. Not the best way to end it. It was fine ending. Jenny, thoughts on Wide Mouth? Uh, yeah, I thought it was a fine ending. That Sometimes the... So this was like their debut album. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes the songs feel a little bit like lyrically, at least like they're like, ah, I don't know, I guess whatever. Um, this was one of those for me. Mm-hmm. Um, the hidden track sounds like maybe a tape getting all crunched up. That's what I think it does sound like. Yeah. Matt, if you want to go to 1021. 1021. Here we go. Broken tape. End of the album, bro. (laughs) (laughs) Round two. Round two. Do it again. Let's let's Uh, go again. Starting this episode over. uh, Well, there you have it. That is Heads by 40 Grit. And uh, now it's the uh, part of the show where we... Cannon talk. Talk about the cannon. Jenny, we'll start with you. Okay. So this album had its ups and downs um i wouldn't put it in the canon i thought it was interesting um lots of different genres coming into the mix here overall i don't know maybe the band is like settling into who they want to be and what they are definitely sounds like they had fun together which i think is cool absolutely uh but no i wouldn't put it in the canon uh lauren uh, I wrote good album, some hot riffs. Uh, definitely does fall in the shadows of the greats, though if you're going to steal, steal from the best. I did think that I wanted it to be weirder and crazier at parts, and so I didn't think there was anything quite for the canon, and also I thought there were at least a couple songs that were about a minute or so too long. Um, but not a bad time. Yeah, The only one that I was like sort of hemming and hawing on the on possible canon in, uh, induction was Spit. But um, that's about it. Um, Matt Nas, make so, your pitch. <laughs> <laughs> so I didn't like it. I don't think that's been a mystery. But it isn't really a surprise why I don't like it. I wasn't crazy about Disturbed. And they seem to go to the Disturbed handbook for the vocalist, as I would say, often. You know, just kind of isn't for me and don't think anything should go in and i don't want to badmouth these guys it's a good 
start that it doesn't look like they were able to build on. I don't know if there's a second record. Is there? There is. Yes. Okay. And that comes out three years later. Nothing to remember. Okay. So maybe maybe in three years. This definitely feels like the album of the opening act. Okay. All right. I mean, it definitely sounded like Promise to me. I mean, plus, if you got a song like Spit in your arsenal, you know, not too bad at all. All right. Well, there you have it. 40 Grit, not in the canon, but enjoyed by at least two-thirds of us. And that is it for this episode. Thank you so much for listening. Keep on saying hello online. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Send us an email, roachcoachpodcast at gmail.com with your recommendations, your thoughts, your opinions. Um, Let us know what other verbiage we've been using on the show that means something sexual and gross. Let us know. We appreciate it. On until next time, Jenny, thank you. Lauren, thank you. Matt, thank you. Thank you. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Bye.